Welcome to Nutria Performing Arts Stories. I'm Dwayne Burkhardt. One of the parts of the Performing Arts Department that we haven't yet covered is dance. And our guest today is in a unique position to help us change that. Laura Deutsch is both a Nutria graduate and a now former dance teacher at Nutria. Earlier this year, she retired from Nutria after teaching for 33 years. Laura, welcome to Nutria Performing Arts Stories. Well, thank you so much for having me. I want to start by noting that you're not just a Nutria graduate, but you are a fellow class of 83 graduate. Correct. You went from Nutria to Ohio University, where I assume you majored in, in dance. Is that correct? Correct. I got a scholarship to dance there in 83. And then from there, you went on to dance professionally for several years. How, how, where did you dance professionally and what was that experience like for you? So when I came home to Chicago, I was lucky enough that my mother lived in the city because as a dancer, I wasn't going to be making very much money. I danced professionally with many, many artists, the Linda Martha Dance Company, the Rosemary Doulis Dance Company. But the one that really was the most important to me was dancing with Bob Eisen. We went on tour. We went to about 30 cities over a one-year period. And I worked with Ann Boyd, which is a new church grad, and just whoever I could sort of work with. I created movement with them. We did shows at a place called Mo Ming, which was a performing arts sort of old church on Kenmore and Barry. And we just did a lot of uh, whatever we could do, whoever would come. Our audiences were small, but it was it was fantastic. Let's go back into Nutria for a moment, knowing that you spent several years doing that. Talk a little bit about how your experience at Nutria helped to uh, train and prepare you for life as a professional dancer. So I started in beginning dance at Nutria, and Mrs. Wente, Suzanne Wente, was my dance teacher, and Chris Fosnott, who became Chris Bauer. They were both my teachers, and right away sort of saw in me something that had something to offer, and I became kind of overnight just super involved. I went from beginning dance to the advanced dance class and took dance composition. I also danced with Marianne LaJoy at the dance center or the um, dance creative center on the corner of Green Bay and Roman Avenue. And I was in her little dance company and just, you know, it was, it was amazing. And I, I have to say the dance program at Nutria was originally created by a woman named Marge Dobler. She brought dance to the university of Wisconsin and Suzanne Wendy was a student of hers, and Suzanne Wendy brought it back to New Chern about 1954. So putting it all together, Suzanne was my teacher and helped encourage me to continue dancing and have that become my path. Awesome. And you end up, of course, becoming a professional dancer. Now, after several years of doing that, somehow, and this is the, this is the gap I need you to fill in because I actually don't know this. Somehow you end up as a teacher at Nutria after that. How tell me about how that happened and how you how you end up back at Nutria and how you end up on the staff at Nutria. Well, so of course I kept in touch with Suzanne Wente and Chris Bauer. And during my professional years, they would encourage me to come substitute teach. And my mother, who was very concerned that I would have nothing to fall back on wanted very much for me to have a career. And I tried doing commercials and that just wasn't for me. And she didn't really understand that I wasn't into the commercial world at all. I'm very much a modern dance teacher and that's that's what the program is all about. So as a substitute teacher, 
I thought it might be a good idea along with my mother and everybody else to get a teaching certificate. So I went back to Barrett College and sort of piecemealed my certificate together and took over for Chris Bauer when she had her baby. I uh, did my student teaching, then took over for her and then was hired by Bonnie Beach, who was the head of the PE program at the time. Now it's called Genetic Wellness. And they hired me. So I was hired right out of my teaching program. It was early. I was only 26 years old and I was still really interested in being a professional dancer. But it was something I couldn't pass up. And truth be told, it was really the best best thing I ever did. I, I was a better teacher than I was a professional dancer. And the lifestyle fit my my vibe much better at that point in my life. Well, and I mean, I, I can't imagine ever turning down uh, an offer to teach at Nutria. I, in fact, I had often said, as as much as I disdain the climate in Chicago <laughs> at this point in my life, I I have always said that that was the one thing that would cause me to uh, to come back. You also just touched on something that I want to emphasize, and it is kind of odd that the dance department at Nutria are kind of an interesting hybrid because. They are part of both the performing arts department and the athletic, now the kinetic wellness department. And in fact, it's primarily and officially part of athletics. And in fact, all of the facilities are over in the athletics building and not in the performing arts building. And so that's obviously kind of a dual role that that it has always served. Did that as a, not just as a student, I guess I'm asking you every question as both a student and a teacher, since you were both. But in particular, as a teacher, did that pose any specific hurdles or challenges in coordinating between the two departments and the activities of the departments? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, the dance division is a part of the kinetic wellness previously, the PE department. And we're sort of, the five of us have our own office with two beautiful dance studios that were built in 1974. And what happened in the 70s was many schools like Highland Park, I think Glenbrook North, but many programs that had dance decided to go in the performing arts and they left the PE area and we stayed. And although there's challenges and have always been challenges because they're so vastly different, we always got students. And so what happened is those programs went away to the other schools. So we were able to continue having our program and have it typically from 450 to 500 students a year register for dance, whereas the other schools lost their students because there's so many options now for extracurricular, I mean, so many options for intracurricular electives. So it was really, really fortunate that Suzanne Wente saw that we should stay and keep us in that area that we sort of didn't belong to. Being sort of the stepsister to, to both departments, because yes, we are part of the performing arts in that we share a space, we share some philosophy, and we share some students. We aren't really part of them as, as much as we aren't part of the kinetic wellness. We probably are most like the fine arts when it comes to art. That is really sort of who the dance division is most like when it comes to the creative process. We're more of an art-based idea, what you have to say with your body is an expression rather than how it looks on the outside. So musical theater, as wonderful and great as it is, is something that's been done before. The dance division sort of always has their students create original work. So going very back to your, your first question, staying within the kinetic wellness PE department 
had its challenges because we were always sort of under the reign of whoever was the department chair. But the current person we have now and the people we've had in the past have always been so wonderful and let us continue to sort of do our thing as long as we were a part of the department. So uh, you were there during the most significant transition that Nutrier has been under in it, arguably in its 120 year plus year history. Was that transition, I, I would assume that was also easier for you simply because you were the the dance department, or the dance division was separate from performing arts. Can you talk a little bit about what that time was like while they were literally, you know, tearing down about a third of the campus and and rebuilding it? First of all, it's incredible and it's beautiful. Um, I think that we have really probably integrated in some ways a little bit more since the construction because we we sort of had to move around and share spaces. The dance division, fortunately, didn't get torn down or there was no change to that. So we sort of were able to stand there and everybody came down sort of our way and it made it very crowded and, and you know, everybody worked through the accommodations and everything. But um, I don't, you know, I don't think much changed because Nutrier is so grounded in tradition that even though there was this massive physical construction, the the people held on pretty tightly to their roles, to the, what they were doing. So, you know, yes, we got closer maybe as faculty and we would integrate and try to do some things together, but some of them just didn't work. You know, we, we really found that the people in music really wanted to stick to what they've always done and wanted to continue that. We in dance wanted to have our show and continue that. Everybody sort of wanted to do their own thing. The one thing I would say that's changed, and I'm not sure I'm answering your question, but one thing that has changed over the 33 years that I was there is we kept adding on. So we used to have only, you know, there used to be only choir opera. And there's the and there's so many different things in the performing arts, so many musical events. In dance, we had just dance concert. Now it's called Dance Theater Nutrition. We have Northfield Dance Ensemble for anybody who wants to be. We have Kinesis, which I actually started in 19... 89, 90, I did my student teaching. And Kinesis is our top sort of high level dance company. And so so there's constant, constant work of trying to figure out who can be on stage when. And we really only have the same amount of stages. We as dancers tend to dance mostly on Cornock, which is at the, the other campus. The West so, Campus, right. The West Campus. And that's where most of our dance shows are Kinesis, Dance Adventure, and NDE are all in corner once in a while we're in the gas so i'm not sure if i really answered that question but it didn't change the philosophy there's something else that's changed more than that and it's really the incredible amount of activities that they've offered since as watered down in a way programs because everyone wants to take everything so it has changed quite a bit in the sense that there was one choral class that you took that the hierarchy was you took this and you took that and then you were in choir opera and, you, and in dance you did this and that now kids are sort of like i'll try this i'll do this i'm not sure i want to do this anymore so the commitment level is a little bit different and it, it it and everyone's fighting for those kids the same kids so that has been the biggest change not the physical structure but the change in the environment and how kids perceive what they want to do with their time interesting 
Folks, we are talking with Laura Deutsch, who is a former Nutrier student, of course, as, every, as all of our guests are, but also a former teacher at Nutrier about the dance program. And we'll be right back. Friends, are you looking for a great way to show your support for Nutrier Performing Arts Stories? Well, I've now written four books, including nonfiction books about business, romance, and humor, and of course, a science fiction novel. So go to Amazon.com and type my name into that search bar. That's D-U-A-N-E, B-U-R-G-H-A-R-D, and grab yourself a great new book today. And we are back. Again, we are talking with Laura Deutsch. Uh, Laura, I want to ask you a little bit more about your favorite experiences at Nutrier in Dance Division. And I want to again ask you this as both a student and as a teacher. So what is your favorite Nutrier performing arts dance memory as both a student and then also as a teacher? Oh, such a good question. There's so many. It was just an incredible career and such an exciting time as a, as a student to find something that I had so much passion for. I think the biggest thing that I take away as the best fun memory, both as a teacher and a student, was Dance Day. Dance Day is one of the things that we do once a year where all the dance classes have their, the students make up dances. There's a thousand people in the audience all day long, and we have headsets on the four dance teachers, and we just do dance after dance after dance. The kids get excursion for the entire day. We had it in Utrecht when I was there, and I was in it my sophomore year. It's just so much fun. The kids love it. They laugh. They're excited. They feel like they're part of something. Um, sometimes you'll have that one student who hardly came to school or really had a difficult time at Nutria or nothing really worked for them. And they had difficulty even making it to rehearsal or class every day. But when they did that and they ran off stage, they felt like they'd really accomplished something, something, something real, something, something to take with them. And to say I danced on Gaffney as, as a kid who was struggling, I, I, I saw so many kids on that day just light up more than any other day of the year. And I, as a student, it changed my life. It wasn't so much being on stage. It was it was working with people and creating something new and being able to express it. And that was just so exciting. And what about as a teacher? Probably just having that kid that really can't stand <laughs> Nutrier or the North Shore or being in high school and finding that connection with them through dance. And just feeling like I made it, I feel like I connected to that student and maybe for that one hour made a difference. I have to say that is why I went back over and over and over every day. It was, it's challenging being a teacher in today's world and Nutria is an incredible place to work, but it's a, it's a high pressure environment and it's an intense college preparatory experience. So I think just knowing that I got to make that difference. And I, and I guess my, my favorite group I loved being an advisor, you know, of all people to have been in a trip, if you remember me at all, it's not somebody who would be academically advising kids or running the straight line. I was a little bit of a, you know, a wild card, but being an advisor was really, really important to me. And I connected so well with my students and we still keep in touch. And that was, that was a long time ago. I didn't do it once I had children. I stopped being an advisor and, and focused mostly on teaching the dance classes and being after school. 
You did mention this, by the way, and I, I do want to touch on this. You also have had the extraordinary opportunity to have three boys, and all three boys had the chance to go through Nutrier. What was it like to be mom in school with three boys going to Nutrier? Well, it was awesome. I have to say my <laughs> boys are very tall. They're 6'4", six, 6'3", six, and 6'6", six, six, or 6'5 six, and a half. So I'd always know who they were in the hallway. Um, I was always able to see them. Some were happier to see me than others. Um, you know, it was funny. I'd walk to the cafeteria and see my middle son, and he would just shake his head, no, like, don't even say hello, you know. Or I always thought if they were smart, they would come down and hang out in the dance division with all these girls that were like, hello, these are your sons. And so they, some of them would visit me and some wouldn't. Um, my oldest, Owen, who's in the music business now, he's as a punk band. He lives in, in Manhattan and works for an artist. He he visited me a lot. The other one is actually a teacher now and loved his teachers and really sort of loved being. A, I think I think two of my sons are going to be teachers. My second one as well. And I think they liked seeing what it was like for me to come home and be a teacher, then go to school, and we would know the same people, and that was always kind of fun. Sometimes it was a bummer for them because I knew everything and I knew what was going on, who was doing what, and who they were hanging out with or the behind the scenes stuff. But I'd say the biggest thing was when I started teaching sex ed. And I taught kids that I changed their diapers at my house, you know, the birds and the bees. That was that was a weird experience and funny. You know, my, my middle son didn't didn't love that, I don't think. I I can't imagine <laughs> not. In addition to as as everyone does at Nutrier, as and teachers as well as students, there are extracurricular activities for everybody. And the teachers are no different. And as a teacher, you had the opportunity to lead several dance companies after school. And you eventually got into costume design, which I believe, even though you're now retired, you still do. So talk to me a little bit of, first about the dance companies and how that and how you started in, with that. And then also how you, how your experience in dance led you to costume design and, and production. So when I went to Trier as a student, we had dance day and we had dance concert. And at that point, you had to be in advanced dance, which now it's called beginning intermediate. Well, now it's called level one, two, three, and four, or two, three, and four. We also have a composition class. Anyway, the dance concert was really the biggest performing experience in the spring with the, with the orchestra playing live. And that was really exciting. And then when I started in 89 doing my student teaching, there was a group of people and one, one girl was named Aileen Bjorlin and she graduated in 89. She started a student company called Kinesis. So Mrs. Wente had me sort of watch and check it out. And then my, my first year actually teaching, I was the first stipended person. I became the artistic director of Kinesis for about 16 years and it's been around for 33 years. It's an, an incredible company. And I started buying the costumes sort of online or I would go downstairs to the performing arts, huge underneath in the catacombs and the theater department, I would grab costumes. The underbelly of Gaffney, yeah. indeed, where right. gazillions of costumes live, right? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. You know, Toby Nicholson would take me down there and we're, we're still buddies. And I would check on all these costumes and sort of start bringing them back to this closet. And, you know, lo and behold, 33 years later, it's just a costume closet that's just packed and filled with all the costumes that I've sort of purchased. So starting about and in the beginning, I was just buying costumes and, and taking things and cutting them. And then I sort of, without any experience or any 
training, just sort of started designing the costumes for most of the shows. It's just really fun. I love it. And and I have to say, one of the things that was the most gratifying is when I retired last spring, they dedicated to me with a plaque. There's two costume rooms, one two dance costume rooms, one on the Northville campus dance studio and one on the Winneka campus. And they're both named after me. And that was such an honor that the costume shops are my costume shops. Oh, that's wonderful. There's a picture of me with my first dance performance at Nutria sophomore year in the Gaffney and then a a current picture of me retiring. And I just, it it was wonderful. I'm going to ask you a question that's a little, that's off script. Before our 40th reunion a couple of months ago, I walked up on the Gaffney stage. And unlike you, who had been there a great deal, I had not set foot on the stage in decades. And I have to say that I found that experience to be shockingly emotional for me. As a student, as a teacher, you had the opportunity to go back many times. But even as a teacher, when you walked up on the stage and looked out, did you also sort of feel not just you know what your what your students were going through but did you look out and feel something of what you remembered from that experience absolutely i mean every time i was on that stage which was you know many 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 times because we did that is where dance day is and there were moments when i would have to stand i would stand there and look up at the clock at center stage and explain stage right stage left upstage downstage and if you can see us, we can see you, you know, the whole sort of what it means to be on stage type thing. And yeah, it was such an emotional experience because I, it's such a beautiful, beautiful space. I love the wings. I love backstage. I love downstage, uh, you know, underneath, you know, the gross old couches that are probably there when you were there. Um, Mrs. Andrews. <laughs> Dip back from the 80s, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, Mrs. Andrews, who's the customer for many of the shows, sort of did all my sewing for me and we worked together. But yes, to stand on that stage and look out and see all the people. I mean, it was Gaffney when I had my final bow with all my former students came up on stage with me and I did a, a final bow at my final performance. It was just emotional to have to be on stage as and it felt like it was a dance. You know, I felt like I was performing once again. But there is nothing like Gaffney. Well, I, it's for people who haven't been there to understand that, it you know, it, it really is a, a Broadway level theater and there is that level of activity. There are. 50, 60 people all trying to do 70 to 500 things at once. And being part of a production there is is quite unlike any other experience that I, I know any of us has has ever had. So that's so true. What is the best thing about the dance program for you again, then and now? Well, I would say then and now really is circular because for me as a kid, as I mentioned, who wasn't sort of academically you know, say all my girlfriends, my best girlfriends all went to Yale and Princeton and all these schools. And, you know, they were very, very academically involved and I wasn't. And finding dance changed my life. It gave me a future, it gave me a career, it gave me a sense of purpose. And I think watching students go from feeling that their ACT score wasn't good or they didn't fit in the right level, but finding dance and finding a voice and seeing them shine and sparkle through that medium has just always, always been such a pleasure. And and that is, you know, even, even, you know, last week somebody walked by afterwards in a rehearsal and just said, I had the best day today. It was so much fun. And I, I looked at the other teachers who are, you know, tired and they're not retiring yet. It's just, that's, that's what it's all about. It's just 
that's what it's all about. You know, every day is a grind, but if there's some kid that's leaving and happy and feeling like today was a better day because of a chance to express himself, move, uh, work something out physically, or just have a place to be a home, the dance division provides that for so many kids and at so many levels, not just the top. And I really believe that we are, and I, I say this, you know, I, I think everyone's great, but I think the dance division is one of the most unique and special places in Detroit because everybody can be on stage. Everybody has a chance. You don't have to have trained. You don't have to be good. You don't have to have spent since you were five for this position. There's a, there's a place for everybody. And I think that that makes it really, really unique. And one of the things that I think has made you successful at it is part of the answer you just gave, which is you cannot ever, and I say this all the time, you can't fake authenticity or sincerity. And I can feel and hear in your words, the love and care that you have for the department. And incidentally, I can also tell you that I've watched uh, over the last couple of years, a number of the videos that you have posted from Dance Day, which I remember as a student, but also I have now seen again in recent years, thanks to your putting them on social media. And I have to say, it's just really very, very impressive. And it's yet another unique and special part of a unique and special school. Well, I appreciate that. I, I think the dancers who really do the choreography and the work are extraordinary. They're just brilliant. I mean, they they come in, they create dances that have never been done. They lead other students. They go on. Not as many go on to dance as much as they used to, but they they go on and they know that they can create something. They know they can be in charge and they've accomplished that. I do. I look at some of the dancing and it's like the best dancer when I was there would not be the best dancer today. They're just so well-trained and just they're, they're great. I I love that. Our guest today has been Laura Deutsch, who was a classmate of mine and uh, has also been a teacher at Nutrier for over 30 years. Laura, thank you so much for being on Nutrier Performing Arts Stories. Thank you so much for having me. Laura Deutsch, a life transformed by and then dedicated to the dance division at Nutrier. This episode of Nutrier Performing Arts Stories is a copyrighted production of Narratives LLC. It is written, directed, produced, and edited with great care by yours truly, Dwayne Burkhardt. If you have comments or suggestions, please email info at NutrierPADStories.com. A reminder for those in the Nutrier area that the Nutrier Choral Festival is this coming Thursday, January 18th at 7 p.m. in the legendary Gaffney Auditorium on the Winnetka campus. And please join us next week when my guest will be TV and film actress Rusty Schwimmer. Until then, as always, thanks for listening. Please hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time.